0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly and solidly to the unshakable Word of God? Yes, that very Word that was given by God through His servant Moses so long ago uh, contained a number of blessings and curses. As a matter of fact, they're very specifically uh, defined in Deuteronomy chapter 11. And all of those blessings and curses, Moses instructs his people uh, the Israelites, that they were to assemble once they get uh, to a spot where they have conquered the pagan nations in the Promised Land, and there would be tribes that would gather on Mount Ebal and and uh, tribes on Mount Gerizim, uh, and there's a valley that runs between them. You can go there and visit to this very day. And the scripture says in Deuteronomy 11, verse 29, And it shall come to pass, when the Lord thy God hath brought thee Uh, In unto the land wherein uh, whither thou goest to possess it, that thou shalt put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim, and the curse upon Mount Ebal, and as true to the word of God. You're going to be reading in the book of Joshua very soon that when the children of Israel go in and they make war on the pagan nations that are in the promised land and they begin to overcome them and they begin to fill into the cities and the people of Israel become established, that they literally will do exactly this. In the Judean hills, they will go up to these two big mountains and they will then recite the blessings from one mountain and the curses from the other mountain. Uh, in fact, we're told in the Bible that Joshua built a uh, a uh, a God-designed altar there with stones that were untouched or unhewn or made uh, made uh, you know into uniform blocks, but rather they were just regular rocks and made them into an altar to worship God with, and then to read these blessings and these curses. Now, I don't know if you've been reading the news lately, Christian news. I'm often keep. Uh, keep advised about all these things, but just recently, remarkably enough, there were archaeologists that were excavating on top of one of these mountains, uh, and as a matter of fact, it was Mount Ebal, and that was the mountain on which the curses were pronounced by these other, the six tribes of the children of Israel, and it is very remarkable find. It's blowing away the entire archaeology world because the researchers in uh, found something, an archaeologist deciphered something that was the earliest Hebrew inscription uh, known to humanity right now, and it's called the curse tablet. When they were excavating around this ancient altar that was there, that was probably put there by uh, by uh, Joshua himself, uh, the inscription was found on Mount Ebal, and it is a mountain of the curse. It's mentioned also in Deuteronomy 27 and in Joshua chapter 8. Uh, cursed, cursed, cursed. Cursed by the God of Yahweh. You will die cursed, uh, uh, cursed, cursed. And it goes on. Uh, what they found is it's a lead tablet and it's folded over on itself. It's small, but it can be read and you you read the earliest alphabetic Hebrew text that we've ever found uh, in archaeology. Uh, It's more or less an amulet that would hang around a neck, and it dates to as much as 1400 BC. And ironically enough, or not ironic, but significantly enough, that's the time when Israel began their conquering of the promised land. Uh, There are are many uh, Bible scholars that are absolutely astounded by the implications of what this means. And here's why. Because there was at one uh, time—well, there still is today—there are skeptical scholars that would reject the Bible that have said that, well— uh, by the t- the the Moses story and the Joshua story is just a myth because we don't think they possessed the ability to write and basically presenting the early israelite people as b- a bunch of knuckle dragging cavemen uh who did not possess the literacy level and even written language itself well the problem with that is as we are not surprised at who know and love God's word that this lead amulet or this little tablet that uh, you can clearly read has the letters that pronounce a curse and what's even more significant is that the letters uh, on the bi- on the uh, the amulet itself uh, contain the very word of the name for God himself the God Yahweh uh and that has really revamped a lot of people's thinking about uh the uh the word of god and about the truth of it its veracity its integrity that things did really happen on the time frame that the bible suggests now while that is a significant thing that alone is not the reason for this podcast The reason for the podcast today is that what those children of Israel were doing on those two mountains was rehearsing some significant blessings and curses, um, things of which the children of Israel needed to be aware because uh, uh, famine and violence is promised to those uh, because of the judgment of God uh, that would reject uh, the the uh, word of Moses as it was given to him by God himself. By the way, I think it's important for any nation of the world, including America, to hear and heed the message that was given to the children of Israel, uh, because America is heading down the wrong road and disobeying the Lord and the Bible right now. And the fact is that Moses knew the children of Israel would have this great failing. He said, you have a, a stiff neck. You have a a, a a rebellious spirit about yourselves. And I'm just warning you right now that the curses that are brought on the other pagan nations, God's going to bring on you if you fail to, to obey his word. And so in Deuteronomy here, and particularly in chapters 26, 27, and 28, Uh, God pronounced curses and he listed so many of them in the way that the curses would be realized. And then he said in in verse 45 of chapter 27, he speaks to the fact that these curses would come upon Israel and pursue and overtake them because they would not hearken to the Lord. And God lists some very serious things that are going to happen. If you get a chance, go back and look that over again. Uh, that there would be a powerful nation that would come against Israel and destroy her land and cause famine to come to the people. We know historically that's exactly what happened through Assyria, through Babylon. And so many of the Babylonians came in, scattered the people, took them captive. And so at the very beginning, as they entered into God's promise, into his blessing there in the promised land, the people are warned about how serious God takes it, that they needed to hearken to listen to the Lord, that if they did, God would bless the people. And that he would, you know, that's what the Queen of Sheba came to see in Solomon's kingdom about how the Lord, the amazing prosperity that the Lord brought to the nation because his blessing was on it. But the Bible teaches us and reminds us of it, that the person who is faithful to obey God cannot run fast enough to escape his blessing. That if, if you will do what God says, he is looking for opportunities to demonstrate himself strong on behalf of those who love him. I hope that's you today. God says there's great blessing in obeying Christ. And there's great heartache that comes with this obeying him. And it's a heartache that you can never quite fathom how deep it is. So I want to challenge you today. The Bible says in First Peter chapter 4 and verse 17, For the time has come the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? What will that be? Well, walk with Christ today. He's shown you things from His Word. He's been faithful to you. He's led your steps. You've read about Him and His Word. I want to challenge you today. Take those things, like James says, Don't look in the mirror of God's Word and then walk away and forget what you see. But rather, put it into practice and be a doer of the Word and not a hearer only. God bless you today.